Climb on in, traveler. Have a seat. Buckle up. We going for a ride, Clyde. You're riding with Truth Traveler. Topics of faith on the road of life. Bible teaching where the rubber meets the road. A short story from my traveler's Saturday. My assignment was a shipment that loads two hours on the other side of a major city. This, of course, means there will be traffic. And if there are any accidents or road construction on the route, things can get complicated quickly. This regular run has trained me to always have my GPS on and looking ahead for trouble. For if needed, there may be opportunities for alternate routes to keep me rolling. I just need to drive circumspectly, so to speak, and be prepared, if need be, to make a course correction. Sure enough, there was trouble ahead, and I had to adjust course to make it to my destination. On this road of life, God's Word and Spirit will bring to us new information on the path we travel. We're all imperfect, learning and growing in Christ on the journey. So today's topic is this. Is there a course correction needed? We're checking out the route ahead on this episode of Truth Traveler. Hey, Truth Travelers, I'd like to speak with you a moment about another great opportunity to give. If you could save a life for only $28, would you? Preborn clinics offer free ultrasounds to expectant mothers to show them the truth about the human life growing within them. Preborn is a dedicated, nonprofit pro life organization that supports life affirming pregnancy clinics and their mission to reach women considering abortion, particularly in areas with high abortion rates. Your tax-deductible gift provides maternity clothes, baby clothes, diapers, and formula. More importantly, your sponsorship gives a young mother an opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will you help save lives? Learn more at preborn.com. That's P-R-E-B-O-R-N.com. And we're live here at the inner sanctum of Casa Ernie. <laughs> Welcome, Brother Ernie. Well, praise God. Thank you, Brother Albert. Bless your heart. It's a pleasure uh, always to be with you. You're quite a guy. Oh, well, and, I don't uh, know about that. But, uh, <laughs> I, it's wonderful being here. I mean, I'm just surrounded by all the knowledge and all these books and all the knowledge <laughs> God has given you over the years. And Wow, how could you go wrong? Well, I love wrong? books, uh, but the problem is you got to get these books off the shelf. Yes, yes. The I, content I, into your <laughs> spirit and into your oh, brain. I, I have them laying around the house, and <laughs> some of them, uh, I'm ashamed to say, I haven't even opened up yet. But oh, uh, I'm a good collector. But <laughs> uh, many of those, many of those volumes aren't cracked open up there. But I just, I can't resist when I get a good. <laughs> I like to read authoritative things. Mm-hmm. I do read a lot, and I, uh, I just love it. But no, I hope one day to get to some of those that aren't read and uh, get them into my spirit. Yes, yes. Well, today's topic, of course, is uh, about course corrections. Course uh, correction. Yes, I did uh, uh, share a little story about what happened to me, you know, Saturday with uh, always looking forward to, you know, the traffic situation through the big city when they send me through it. So I, I've learned, you know, the hard way. 
you know, you better be watching out because something's <laughs> <laughs> something may be ruining your day if you don't watch out and yes, uh, sir. find a way to around it. Certainly, not only on the highway, no. out there on the pavement, yes, but but in our heart toward the Lord, in life, in yes. our walk with God. Amen. Amen. How true. How Amen. true. Well, I uh, I hope I have what you're expecting today. I, I thought uh, might start, first of all, well, let me mention, I, the last time I was with you, I know you, I think you've had one or two podcasts since I've been with you, but I think I urged toward the end of what we said, I think I urged uh, folks to be very, very sure. Yes. And uh, the same thing, I would begin there today. Uh, I didn't, I had no idea, but just after we had that podcast, the Lord gave me a message I entitled uh, The Paralysis of Uncertainty. The Paralysis of Uncertainty. And, uh, you know, this one scripture said, if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, mm -hmm. who would come? Who would rally? Who would come to the battle? Uh, and that's interesting. In the Army, in my experience, I mean, I wasn't a non-commissioned officer, one of the sergeants, but I did learn some from them. And one of the main things they drive home is when you're on the battlefield, you better have a decision. You you cannot sit yes. uncertain. You've got to make a decision. You've got to take action. Yes, sir. The more, And you've got to be certain. Yes. No equivocation about things. And, and how true it is, too, with the Word of God. Uh Many hold things in their faith, and their uncertainty is 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 in their heart. I've been there uh, and have needed to go to the scripture to find out what is certain. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the theme today is is knowing that in this holy word of God, we have the certainty. Mm -hmm. He cannot fail. One verse says he cannot lie. And another says he cannot deny himself. And so we're, we're certain when we look into the word of God that we have certainty in our life if we believe it and if we will act upon it. So I, uh, I have a few scriptures here and some thoughts. Uh, so I ask you maybe to read, first of all, uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. 1 Corinthians 2, 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Spiritually discerned. There are two men there. Yes. And I remember I'm using a little bit, relying again on what we talked a little bit about earlier uh, in the previous broadcast, uh, was that uh, there is a beginning. And there were two men, you remember, the the first man was Adam. The mm -hmm. second man is the Lord from glory. Yes. The spiritual man. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, I would uh, just bring this out because what happens when the natural man, and to say the natural man is to say the man who is not born again, as Jesus said, he must be to see the kingdom of God, to both enter, see it and, and enter it. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, without it, there isn't any hope of, of, of having that eternal life. I read now from verse 10 in the same chapter, 
Paul writes, of course, he says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same things. Notice that. And hmm. that there be no divisions among you. Notice that. But that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. He may was very emphatic about, uh, now, whether or not this time ever has existed from mm -hmm. the time he said it. I do not know. But certainly the body of truth, the truth of the word of God is in every generation discovered, discovered again, rediscovered, and hopefully transmitted. And of course, that's what we're, we've, you and I are, we're Holy Ghost guys. Mm -hmm. We've both received the, the blessing that is promised, the, that Abrahamic blessing. Amen. You can read about that in Galatians, how that the Holy Ghost is that blessing that on the Gentiles. And we've received it. We've been baptized. We've been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for yes. the remission of sins. And so we've done that, and we have experienced this new birth. That has given us access to an understanding. Uh, John writes, I believe, somewhere in one of his epistles, and he says, we, he, has, he has given us an understanding. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is the Spirit of God. The Spirit revealing things to Amen. us. Amen. Yes. Um, so we're starting out, of course, as all Bible studies should, if they really want to have any credibility, if they want to have any durability, any longevity, uh, and that is simply to exalt, really, and to stress and the importance and punctuate the importance of the Bible, and having what we uh, and, and having what we believe by it. That's to say, by that Bible, and not any tradition for instance, not anything that maybe we got uh, from who knows where. Right. Um, well, uh, the scripture says God is no respecter of persons, and we need a foundation to build the, the, our spiritual life upon. Amen. So it should be the same foundation. Amen. Should. <laughs> Let's look, uh, if you will, there, Acts 17, verse 11. Okay. The book of Acts, which is, of course, the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, written by Luke, one of, uh, of course, he has also the Gospel of Luke. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Acts 17, verse 11, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Yes, notice something here. I think it's marvelous that God ascribes nobility in a man or a woman who will search the scripture yes. to see whether what is said is true. Men look for nobility in many ways, mm -hmm. but this is how God measures nobility in wow. a person. Wow. Praise <laughs> God. It's, it's marvelous to see it. Uh, I'll reference a verse uh, out of Corinthians where Paul says, according to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, he said. He said, I have laid the foundation. There it is. And let another, and another buildeth thereon. But he says, let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. Yes. Because he says there can be, there is no other foundation than what is laid, which is 
Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm my, thinking <laughs> kind of back into the physical, but my brother Marty is uh, the best builder I know. I mean, he knows all about foundations and building. Well, you know, you too <laughs> have, have built many things, but you've yeah. got to do it right or, you know, yes. it's going to fall. You've, you've got to. Foundation, uh, and that foundation is a stone which in another place the scripture said you have uh, uh, tried to make it of none effect. That This is the stone which the builders rejected. Right. This is the chief cornerstone. You are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. He wrote, uh, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Yes. Uh, so in the course correction, in a traveler in life, if this is not where you are in your understanding with faith, I would encourage you again to be sure, be very sure, and get into this precious book and read and uh, look at it. It's not difficult. One uh, scripture somewhere in the Old Testament, I can't reference it right now, but it said that even a child, this, the way is so simple, that even a child, mm -hmm. thank God, yes. cannot err in it. Uh, just to simply get into this word of God. Uh, if you will then, brother, read from Second uh, Peter. Uh, Chapter 1 and verse 12. 2 Peter 1 and 12. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. In the present truth. Peter writing uh, says something here that sets up, and we could, I probably will talk about it in the future, maybe a little bit today. It sets up this idea that there is a present truth. Hmm. He said, I want you to be established in that present truth. Now, well, let me go on, then I'll come back. Uh, so Moses says to Israel in Deuteronomy 4, I think, verse 6, he says, uh, after giving the law, after rehearsing the law, and after making some things very clear again, he says... Now, Israel, this is your wisdom, and this is your understanding. Mm -hmm. And so it's true. Somebody said, does truth change? Truth does not change. No. What, what uh, does change is that the reason that truth is needed so at the giving of the law, the scripture tells us, of course, in another place that the law defined in, uh, sin. There was no sin without the law, in fact. Right. It was the law that made us to know we are sinners. That was the truth. Mm -hmm. But when the truth, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ who himself said, I am the way, the truth, truth and, and the, the life. life. Yes. Another verse, I think, in Revelation says, Jesus is the truth. <laughs> when he has come, truth has not changed, but truth has been revealed. And so I, I want, let's launch over here in verse uh, uh, 8 of Revelation 13. Did I have, did I had I asked you to read that? Uh, Revelation can, 13, 8. I, I will find it right quick here. Maybe that was something I intended to read. No, that's fine. <laughs> Praise God. Truth does not change, but the reason for truth changes. Yes. 
Revelation 13, 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Where was he slain? From the foundation. From the foundation of the world. But, now but that, Brother Albert, who knew it? Right. Yeah, that's Until. true. Let's define that because there were years that I've heard this. I could even quote this verse, but I didn't fully understand what that meant in the King James. The foundation. The foundation of the world. Well, yeah. I, I'm thinking of foundations. <laughs> I'm thinking the, of it. And in a sense, it is. But, uh, you know, to a simple man like me growing up, I didn't understand that meant from the beginning, from the creation yes. of the world. It does kind of get into our message we had on the beginnings because where is that foundation? Where yep. <laughs> I can't tell you that. I do not know. Right. But the word says wherever that foundation is, there was he slain. Yeah. But who knew this until he was slain? And so, again, this kind of sets up this discussion about this truth being pre uh, a present truth at the time of well, there was a present truth at the time of Abraham. It was covenant relationship. There was a present truth at the time of Moses giving the law. There is a present truth now. And it leads us to the discussion of, could easily, into dispensations. Right, right. Uh, that's a controversial <laughs> subject among theologians. But really? I, <laughs> yes, but uh, it, it's very interesting to me. I think that a lot of, assumptions have been made let's put it in just its basic very simple terms the root word is dispense okay and so god and and, and we have allusion to uh, the dispensation of grace by paul mm -hmm. he makes mention of it and by mentioning grace he doesn't mention dispensation of law or promise but they're they we know they exist because they are economies Right. I've heard that economies. it was a uh, a word that described a period of time in which God dealt with man in a certain way. Exactly. Okay. Uh, a certain tenet. He gave a certain tenet uh, by which he expected man to obey, keep, and, and, and cherish. He, the, it sets up a pattern because man is not able to do that. What does the Lord do? Does he destroy man from off the face of the earth when Adam and Eve transgress? No. no, he does not. He makes a promise. Now, they, of course, were innocent, and we call that the dispensation of innocency. Yes. <laughs> That's our word to say. Uh, what happens then? Well, the conscience now is aware that they have sinned. Right. We have good evidence of that and the fact that uh, they were naked. Right. And they <laughs> they knew it. They tried to handle it themselves. And they tried to handle it themselves. Right up there on that shelf, Brother Albert, you see that pencil with a fig with a depiction of a fig leaf on okay. a piece of cardboard yes. taped yes. to that pencil. <laughs> uh -huh. I spoke one time on the constructs of the fig leaf. Huh. And had Adam had his way and God had not intervened and course not destroyed him but had let him go that would have been the construct of society mm -hmm. things that don't last right things that have no durability things that wear out and need constant revision and of course you had spoken i think in one of the podcasts about the fact that the lord clothed them with the skin 
of a lamb. Yes. In which there was bloodshed. Right. Praise God. So God has changed the constructs of Adam and given us the second man, Adam. <laughs> and him in his Hallelujah. in his omniscience, knowing the end from the beginning, you know, led us through history as mankind, you know, step by step through these dispensations. Through these dispensations, and, yes. And brought us these, to where we are now. Yes, and I want to get back. I said the word economy. The word in English that we have actually... For dispensation is uh, is economy. These are different economies. Hmm. Uh, so that when when Peter writes and said, "I want you to be established," New Testament. This is after the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, and it's after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. So he's writing, trying to establish, as he says, uh, in this present truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just a it's a powerful thing, I think, to understand that that we do have it. Now, I mentioned, I think, didn't I, that Moses had said that, Israel, this is your wisdom. Yes. And this is your understanding. So the paralysis of uncertainty uh, in a traveler's theme, for instance, as we your program is always about the traveler, the truth traveler, there's a fork in the road somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's a road hazard out there somewhere, uh, and it what it does you may you alluded to it it causes you when you see it you've got to adjust for it you have an option you have a choice you have many times at any speed that you're traveling at and don't we even in our even in our walk with God get into some speed situation where yes we're outshining our <laughs> Headlights, so to right. speak. I yeah. see a lot of that. I do that. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm guilty. Got my hand Lord, raised up. Lord, teach you me can't to slow see down. me, but I've got my hand <laughs> raised up. Yes. Praise God. So, but there is a necessary decision to be made instantly, and the uncertainty on on which way to go will cause you to have a wreck. Right. Can you say amen? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> if the trumpet gives an uncertain sound, who uh, who will come? Let's look at uh, John 37. John 7, 37. Praise God. Alrighty. We're enjoying ourselves today and already <laughs> felt the presence of God yes, here. Yes, thank God. We, I'm glad he's here with us. Before, and uh, we love the Lord pages you hear are not notebooks but they are the bible <laughs> john seven thirty seven. in the last day that great day of the feast jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink yes he that believeth on me this is verse 38 as the scripture hath said how he that believeth as the scripture as has the said. scripture has said yes according to the scripture out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water there's a little prepositional phrase right there that is all important that when we believe we must believe as, as the, the scripture, scripture has, has said. said amen he told he told the jews one time he said uh, he said uh, if you had believed moses writings you would have believed me yes he spoke of me but he said how can you believe my words if you haven't believed his writings 
And so we see again, truth is a traveling thing. And that's to say, again, it comes through dispensations. Mm -hmm. It comes through those economies until he who is perfect, that perfect lamb and that perfect sacrifice has come. Yes. Praise God. Um, I would ask the truth traveler today, uh, are you searching the scriptures for the truth? And, and, but then, too, just as important, are you willing to make a course correction? If, uh, or will you try to get to heaven some other way um, than, than, than what our Lord has set down? Uh, there, is a place in, there is a place in the scripture. I think it's recorded in Matthew. I'm not sure about this. We could uh, look at this later. Um, I don't want to give any false information ever, but there is one that at the wedding feast, uh, it's asked, said, uh, the Lord quoted it, said, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? Without a wedding garment? Yes. That wedding garment is to be understood to be the fine linen, which is the righteousness of the saints. It is truly the Holy Ghost. Yes. Praise God. Um, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just enjoying the presence of the Lord right now, and I want to get to something a little further here. Matthew twenty two twenty nine, Brother Albert, if you will. Okay. You're a good reader, brother. I'm trying. <laughs> Matthew 22 and 29. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the Scriptures, nor the power of God. Amen. You do err. He said, you've, you've made a, a bad mistake. Did mm. you, you have err? Every error is a bad mistake. <laughs> if you err on the road, brother, it'll cause you oh. a wreck. And, you know, it worse could cost maybe. lives. Yeah. It could cost life. Yes, you're yeah. right. Uh, so an error is something to be avoided. But Jesus said, you have erred on the basis of two criteria. What? Number one, the what? scriptures. You... you uh, not knowing the scriptures. Read, read that again so it's real clear. We do err not knowing, not knowing the, the scriptures. scriptures, nor the power nor of God. Nor secondarily the power of God. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't actually thought about it for this broadcast, but do you know you can be in that first mode. You can know the scripture. Mm -hmm. I don't really can't tell you I know anybody that knows a lot of Bible uh, that is in error. But it certainly is possible. Because why? Because that second important aspect is not present. The power of God. Mm -hmm. So let me really briefly talk about the power of God. We don't want to, we want to spend time on these things in the future, I believe. Yes. Lord willing. But the power of God is the, the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. He said, talking to them, you'll see this, you'll find this in Acts one, that uh, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost yes. has come upon you. And so Jesus was making reference to something that really was not yet quite available. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's neat, I think, because much of what he said was not available yet. You take, for instance, the Sermon on the Mount. Right. How much of those things... <laughs> without the Spirit of God that he wants us to live in and for and with and, and about, were not really available until the Holy Ghost was poured out. Now, I don't want to 
in no way. Everything the Lord said about how we ought to live is pertinent. It's important. We need to apply it. But again, I think I'm trying to punctuate the fact that there needs to be power in our lives. Yes. And not just the knowledge of the scripture. Oh, I, I you're just you're, you're getting yes. me going here. Now, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we have there is so much there is so much uh, Oh Lord willing, we're gonna have plenty can, of time and plenty yes, of episodes. <laughs> can I just say there's so much theology, so much um comment and expansion upon one verse or another verse that can easily, if you don't do as the Lord said, live by every word, that can easily sidetrack you into, oh, divisions. We read, Paul said, I don't want there to be any divisions. Right. I don't want there to, I want you to speak the same thing. I don't want you to equivocate on this thing. But um, I'm not castigating theology. I, if I had a choice, I'd go back in my life and had a choice before me, Brother Albert, there are two things I would like to do. I would like to get a law a degree in constitutional law, hmm. and I would like to get a theological degree and know Hebrew and Greek uh, and understand the Chaldean influence. Uh, those are two... I'm probably too old to get either one of those now. <laughs> but uh, those, those would have been my my choice, I think, if I could do it again. Um, where are we? Uh, so we... Did you have something you wanted to Oh, add no, there? no. Okay. I'm enjoying this. I'm <laughs> just Praise taking God. it in. Well, you mentioned, I think you mentioned the GPS. Yes. That is certain to give you the right way. But let me ask you something. What if it's been hacked? Oh, yeah, that's a problem. What? <laughs> that's a big problem. <laughs> and I've heard the horror stories in the early days of GPS of drivers, you know, following it to the letter and <laughs> either going across a uh, five-ton bridge and collapsing it or winding up in the yeah. Mississippi River. Or Yes, there's... Uh, Serious things. Yeah. No, you, I, I can, you have you, to handle it, you know, carefully <laughs> and wisely. Well, I could tell some stories. I don't have time, but I, I remember in my own application where I, I'm retired now, but... Absolutely. But uh, just remember that after all, as we travel, there is one who does not want us to know the truth. Yes. You see him in, uh, you see him in the book of Job when he presents himself before the Lord and he's asked, what, what's, been, what, what's going yeah. on with you, Satan? Where have you been? Where have you been? Mm -hmm. And he says, well, I've been walking up and down and going to and fro in the earth. Well, he didn't ask him what his mission was. If he had, maybe for the first time, he would have had to tell the truth and say, I'm out here doing what, what Peter later wrote I'm mm -hmm. doing, and that was walking about as a roaring lion. Yes. Seeking whom I might destroy, I might devour. Amen. And just as an aside, that is a kind of eye-opening in both of those accounts that some people think, well, the devil's in hell, you know, uh -huh. he's, he's there. No, he's, he's no. walking among this earth. You're he's causing right. plenty of trouble with us and he's always afoot. You're right. And mm -hmm. so he would like to hack the truth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that going on. Now, there's a truth. <laughs> there, well, the attempts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wants to hack the truth. Uh -huh. And certainly, unfortunately, 
he has in many cases. There is reference in the scripture to twisting the truth. Yes. To resting the scriptures. Twisting it, to yes. darkening it, to somehow shading it, and and and, and misdirecting and and. and God forbid in our lives, and all the more reason for us to get into the Scripture. Um, now, John 8, uh, Jesus is speaking again in John 8. Of course, he speaks a lot in these uh, chapters nearby. Verse 31, Brother Albert. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. Yes. If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. There's so much here. Yes. There's so much here. Yes. First of all, what is a disciple? It's someone who continues in his word. Mm -hmm. and, and in the continuation, I have another verse I hope we can get to. In the continuation uh, of that journey, you know the truth and all the truth. And so there is a revealing, there is a continual revealing yes. of it. Um, <clears throat> and that other verse I, I mentioned to you, I think uh, I can quote it. It's in John chapter 1. Somewhere there he said, And to as many as believed on him, to, ga to them gave, gave he, he power, power to, to become, become the sons, the sons of, of God. Yeah. To become. It's a verb transitive. It it means that it's a, it speaks of an ongoing right. motion. A process. Yes. Perhaps. Now, in all of this, we're not, we're not trying to get away from the fact that there, that, at, that there is a salvation that's been given, given by the Lord, that we obey, and it gives us. One reference to it is the seal of redemption. Another reference is to it as being the earnest of our inheritance. What is it? It's being washed in the water and filled with the filled Spirit. Filled with the Spirit, yes. Filled with the Spirit of God. Just as he said, John 3 to Nicodemus. We're not getting away from that, but we're talking about if you've bypassed that in your faith, in your journey, if that was a road sign for you some time ago, mm -hmm. and you went by that roadside, roadside sign, that's to say, mm -hmm. I'm asking you today to come back and consider that truth that you must be said Jesus. We're not reading from some fairy tale here today. We're reading from this John 3 where he said, you must be born again, born of the water and born of the Spirit. Yes. Amen. So uh, I've kind of wind down a little bit, but I, I want to talk about the word, the word whether you capitalize it or whether you don't capitalize it. It's the Word mm -hmm. of God, but the Word. A word, to have any real effect, any word, has to have, first of all, has to have a mutually understood definition right. and meaning. Yes. <laughs> here's, here's where we're getting into it. <laughs> it has to. Yes. Uh, mutually understood and so we communicate. We much. We've got to. The the apostles were communicators. The preachers preachers should be communicators. Right. Um, Jesus had a wonderful way of communicating spiritual things with physical. You know the parables. Amen. You know he amen. made it simple for the people to where they could all understand. Yes. He used the parabolic. Yes. 
That's an interesting word. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> he used parables. Uh, and so it, it, it's got to be mutually understood. And then secondarily, it then needs a context. Right. A word needs for it to have meaning and have importance and move things. We speak words to move things, to do things, to accomplish things. It has to have a context to convey that thought. Mm -hmm. um, if it's taken out of context, things get twisted. Yes. Uh, thirdly, it needs, praise God, it needs the pneuma, which is a Greek word, to speak it. What's the pneuma? It's the, the breath. Spirit. Yeah. It's the, the breath. spirit. Yeah. It's the wind. It's the pneuma. If you if you if you if you're a gentleman and you have a garage, you probably have. If you do anything by way of craft skills or repairs or anything, you probably have a pneumatic device in your in your garage. <laughs> that would be an air compressor. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and you do work with the air that comes out of the compressor. And so it might be an odd analogy. But certainly a word needs, if it's going to minister to us, Brother Albert, it needs the pneuma of the Spirit. Yes. The Holy Ghost. Yes. Praise God. I felt the Holy Ghost in here all along. I'm praying for whoever is, is traveling today um, that that Spirit is working in your life. The Bible is the roadmap uh, to eternal life. Uh, don't let others interpret it for you buy it one verse i think proverb 23 and, and somewhere there verse 23 buy it buy the and truth sell it not sell it not. sell it not i remember many years ago there was a precious lady i hesitate to call her name on this program but i can see her face i loved her very deeply pardon me Amen. That's she, all right. <laughs> uh, she bought me a bumper sticker that she saw somewhere, and uh, she knew I would love it, and I did love it. And I put it on my old Nissan truck <laughs> uh -huh. in the back windshield, and it said simply this. It said, uh, read your Bible. Find buried treasure. Yes. And I love that bumper sticker. It didn't insult anybody. It didn't reach out and slap you like a lot of things today that we try to push across to people. It simply was recommending this pneuma of God uh, to whosoever would look at it. Yes. Praise God. Um, I... I'm closed, uh, but maybe perhaps if you'd allow me to set up maybe for our next uh, podcast, and, and certainly this doesn't, you don't need to be held to this, but uh, if you choose to, let me read, and this will set up, uh, I think, maybe for the future. Absolutely. Uh, something out of Hebrews, because we're going to turn a corner, I hope, here soon. Uh, in these sessions and talk about how can we even talk about the spirit right. of God. I remember telling, having a conversation with my pastor. I, I did tell him things. <laughs> uh, my first pastor, I did tell him things, and he loved it. 
Mm-hmm. He told me one time, he said, I love to talk to saints about the Word of God. Yes. And he said, they often show me things that are precious. And I had a conversation with him, and I, he really, he was kind of astonished at what I said. Um, I said, Brother Irvin, oh, I'm sorry, I should probably not use the name. No, no, I, I, I <laughs> well, mean, he's, he's well-loved. All right, and, praise God. <laughs> I said, you know, you really can't talk about spirit until you talk about flesh. Because Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Yes. And there is no spirit. You read it, I think. Didn't you? Didn't we read the verse that said that uh, this spake he of the spirit, which they that believed on him should receive? Did yes. you notice that, traveler? You should receive it, he said. Um, but that the Holy Ghost was not yet not given. Yet given. Yes. That's to say, there's, there's, there's a little interpretation thing there, but that's simply to say that because he was born of the Holy Ghost. John had the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. David said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Right. But that is speaking about the outpouring of the Holy Ghost yes. and the change of the dispensation. The gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Made possible by his offering on the cross. Yes. And so this might set up for our next one. Again, you make the choice. But verse 27 of chapter 9 in Hebrews and it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. Verse 28, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. Yes. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Thank God. Praise God. There's blood involved in this salvation. Yes. yes. God bless you, Brother Albert. God bless you. Thank you. Let's have a word of prayer for our travelers out there Praise today. Praise God. Yeah. Savior, thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord you God, for the wonderful <laughs> blessings you've given well, I felt us of your, your presence word here, and Lord, of your spirit. where two or three are gathered. Have your there you are in today, the midst Lord of God. them. Thank you God, for being you here, here with us. Praise and for God. leading us and guiding we us. We ask in all your truth. will today, Lord, and who we've spoken Lord, to. We have no idea who that truth is. Travelers out there, but Lord, I know, Lord, that you can, and your word will do work, and, in life. and it will sow, and it will reap. To the truth. Uh, you've promised, it, Lord. So we've done it in love. We've home, preached Lord. the truth today again in love. And we ask you, Lord, to add Brother to Ryan, it and Lord, bring an increase, bring the bounty, Lord, of love have your way in their lives. And Bless and keep those that are traveling, Lord, whether they're traveling Thank on you, a Jesus. highway of concrete you, today or whether they're traveling, Lord, needing help, wondering, wondering as they Hallelujah. travel where they can find help. Yes. Certainly from this word today, Lord, have your way. the promise of the Holy Ghost. And I thank you again, Lord. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you once again for joining us on Truth Traveler. God bless you all. If you'd like to uh, send us any comments, questions, you can at truthtraveler1, the number one, at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at the Truth Traveler Podcast. And until next time, this is Brother Albert saying safe travels.